0: Hey everyone, my name is Sam and I'm with my buddy Justin and uh, this is our currently untitled Minnesota United Loons podcast. Uh, maybe we'll have a name
1: by the end of the show, maybe we won't.
0: Yeah, share, share some ideas with us if you have any because we're not really coming up with any. Yes, so it is certainly not soccer season outdoors right now. No, v- very cold. We, we both work in different schools and it was the kind of weather where it was very cold
1: but not cold enough to cancel school right Uh, what did we say like it's 35 degrees below zero is the threshold and it was like negative 32 yep yeah
0: so uh cold enough to piss everyone off and uh (laughs) make no one want to come to work um which which i think is funny because this is minnesota we're we're used to it i know if we would have had the day off that everyone would have Done their errands for sure. You know, got, for sure. You know, went went to the gym. Maybe <laughs> maybe saw a movie or whatever. Just, just a
1: nice little nice little Thursday, you know.
0: But uh, going to work is where where that crosses the line, right? <laughs> uh, well, any anyway, yeah. Let's let's get on to uh, this is our first pilot episode uh, covering the Minnesota United. Great. None of you are actually listening to this. It's just for us. We'll see. Maybe this will be good enough that we don't have to delete it. That's the goal, right? Uh, So, anyway, I'm Sam. Uh, You know, I played soccer in elementary school, but uh, really didn't get into soccer much until I studied abroad in England for a semester. Uh, Football, it's called there. And uh, that, that was 2008. And I. I became a Chelsea fan then. Uh, I didn't really understand uh, the extent to which Chelsea was just a global power. Uh, I just, at the time, I had only heard of Manchester United, and (laughs) Chelsea was a team that was challenging them at the time, and I thought that was cool. Uh, But you know, living in uh, living in Minnesota, I became psyched when I heard that the Loons were coming to town. Mm -hmm. Or I guess they were already in town; they just weren't with the MLS (laughs) yet. Uh, became a fan uh, pretty much as soon as they became in the MLS. Uh, how about you, Justin? Uh, so
1: I mean, kind of similar. My mom, my mom wouldn't let me play American football until I was a little bit older. So I played, I played competitive soccer until so I was six, and then I, I retired. I retired from the sport. Um, I I'm gonna be honest. For a long time, I was not a fan of the game, and from afar, I poo pooed it. Uh, but thanks to the, the lovely game called FIFA, uh, my sophomore year of college, uh, we just started playing FIFA in the dorms. And I started to grow to love it because it just was so much fun. And it's, I mean, probably still my favorite video game, um, but I, I, I like to say that I became, you know, you, you became a fan of Chelsea from being in England. I became a Leeds United fan because they were in league one. So they were, there was a chance to like promote them. And they also had the most money in, in FIFA 09 which was like the first game that I really like started playing a ton uh, and, and like Sam I became a I became a Minnesota United fan once once they joined MLS um, you know it just it's it seemed like a great time to become a fan Blaine was really far away <laughs> I,
0: I wish I was cool enough to say that I was a you know an OG but uh, not, not quite we weren't Thunder fans right Oh yeah! Isn't that what they were first? Yeah, I think they were. But then uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the stars, right? Whatever. My my father-in-law talks about the Strikers. Those <laughs> those, those colors were pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's just kind of start off. Uh, really go over the off season and what what took place. So we're we're coming off of a season where. Uh, third season in the MLS, really the first season that uh, they were competitive to any extent, uh, actually very competitive, were in the running for the number two seed in the Western Conference, right up until the final game of the season, ended up with the fourth seed, which was good enough for a home, to host a home playoff game at Allianz Field. Uh, so let's just talk about the key players from that team that have departed us, before we talk about who's coming in. So I'll, I'll start. Uh, th- this one is pretty obvious. Vito Minone, uh, MLS Goalkeeper Dang. of the Year for 2019. Uh, it appears Minnesota United, uh, we're trying to get, keep him on the team. We're ready to make him one of the highest paid goalkeepers in the MLS, if not the highest goal, uh, paid goalkeeper in the MLS. But he actually, it's uh, it's you know, it's a nice story. He, he wanted to be in Europe, closer to his family, uh, he, so he was on loan to us from Reading. Uh, I've re- I've read he he doesn't necessarily have a positive relationship with the with Reading and the club over there. Uh, but they loaned him out to a club in Denmark, where I'm assuming he's going to be there for the remainder of the European season right. before finding a job somewhere else. I,
1: I was telling Sam before we went on here that I, I kind of feel like a dick uh, after, you know, kind of like being being mad at him for being too good for MLS and then oh shoot it's actually like a really good reason that he's not here uh but I don't know I mean you could say that there's some silver lining in it because you know we'll get to it in the future but they they got themselves a steal of a deal for his replacement so yeah let's let's hope so
0: uh Angelo Rodriguez is another player oh Uh, no you know you know I I like the guy right it was fun watching him with his his, kid was so cute yeah it was fun watching his kid shoot goals. Um, his kid
1: shot goals yeah I think that's I think that's the thing right that his kid shot goals. did Angelo Rodriguez shoot goals <laughs> Sam uh, not not as many as
0: you would prefer right <laughs> he, you know and I think part of the problem was is that he was a designated player and he was sold to us uh, supporters as being a designated player but in terms of his contract, he actually wasn't necessarily paid designated player money, and his contract was very easy to buy down. Uh, so, right. I, I, I mean, I think we all we all became really excited, obviously, when Darwin Quintero, who we'll get to next, came to the came to the team and lit up lit up everything, made made the game very fun to watch. Then we hear Angelo Rodriguez is our second DP, and we're. We're just pumped
1: and we're Who's ready to go guy? and he's got a cool haircut all that stuff you know I'm looking at his stats and he yeah so so he played in 28 games 21 starts only five goals and if he's gonna be your what his, he was our number nine right like yeah if you're gonna be our number nine that's not gonna cut it Sam no no not at all uh, you want you want to get to our next player yeah so uh, as the before mentioned uh, Darwin cantero fan fan favorite would you say I saw a lot of I saw a lot of his jersey. I think they wanted him to be the fan favorite, right? I think in two thousand and eighteen he definitely was the fan favorite, but right, but like when they started to like actually ascend within the league and stuff i, I don't know if he was quite that anymore i,
0: I just don't think the production was there right and well you know we'll, we'll talk about like I don't know what his value to the team was we we talk about in other sports where you may have a, say in football, you may have a wide receiver, just demand a lot of attention from right. the defense. And as a viewer, you, you don't necessarily pick up on that. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if defenses were struggling to plan around him and, you know, and that was what his value to the team was. But I, I just wasn't too disappointed when they sat him for both the U.S. Open Cup
1: final as well as the playoff game against LA Galaxy, and that was—I mean—at the time, that was like that was a big deal, right? Like it's like, wow, this guy's your this guy's your designated player, and he's on your bench, like yeah. in the biggest moment. Yeah. Uh, so we got we traded him actually, so it wasn't like the other situations, right? So we so we traded for some cash, which I still we we probably could talk about this forever. I have no idea how how money works in the MLS. Do you have any the TAM and game like all the. <laughs> Acronyms, or whatever. I, I mean, put, put me on the spot. I, I, I know
0: I, I I think we're gonna have to do like a college book report kind of style, like episode later on what TAM and GAM means. Okay. Uh, TAM is just the targeted allocation money, which was put into place to try to to try to acquire quality foreign players, uh, bring them into your teams. Uh, the GAM is the general allocation money, so gotcha. the the GAM is a little bit more versatile in how we, how the teams spend it. Uh, but yeah, that that is the Cliff Notes version, and uh <laughs> we'll, you know, we're deeper dive later on. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think we need to take like a graduate level course, <laughs> and then we'll get back to you.
1: So they they got 600000 $600, dollars, which could be a lot. It, I mean, I feel like, you know, I guess for my head, I, I kind of put things in perspective of like. Aiko Paro, who is so good, was like a million dollars. Is that how much we paid for him? Something like that, close. Yeah, I think it was a little under. Okay, but um, like so, like six hundred thousand must be in in comparison to that kind of. Yeah. Okay, and then Marlon Hairston, who you know fulfills the need, right? Like it's another good player that that will help us this year. And then lastly.
0: Yeah, so this, this next player, I mean, he, he definitely had some uh, playing time this season. Probably not as much as some, some people would have wished, considering what he meant to the team. But we, we have to consider Mel, Miguel Ibarra. We have to consider him one of the key players leaving. Just because I, I think too many of the fans, uh, he, he was the heart and soul mm-hmm. of the team. Uh, he he was uh, he represented what Minnesota United supporters want to see in a Minnesota United player, and to see him be be released kind of unceremoniously. Right. Uh, what I, I don't necessarily blame Adrian Heath for this, but he didn't even he wasn't even able to make an appearance in the final game. Right. Um, now we were down to LA Galaxy, and uh, you, you know we're more more focused on winning than uh, right. sending Miguel off. In a proper fashion, but y- you know, it, it does it does kind of blow to see Miguel Abar's Minnesota career end this
1: way. For sure, but I, I think I think he's on trial with somebody. Seattle. I saw that Seattle. So he's he might there might be the Miguel Abar revenge game in the future. Well, yeah, and that'll be right before the Christian Ramirez
0: Darwin Quintero revenge game, which is the the final game of the regular season, right? Right. So let let's hope we've wrapped up our seed before the game against Houston at the end.
1: So it looks like we had a we had a. Uh, I mean, we've there's been a lot of players leaving. Um, the others aren't quite as important, I guess. It's kind of just you know some depth pieces and stuff. You know, some guys that had been around for a couple years. Some guys that, you know, were anticipated to have bigger roles than they ended up having. Um, you know, some some draft picks that weren't so hot. Uh, sure, starting with. Rasmus Schuler, yeah. Rasmus Schuler, who was I think he was a we could say a huge disappointment, right? Like for what he was supposed to be and what he actually ended up being, kind of a disappointment, right? Because he was a he was a Heath guy. Heath wanted him, right? That's what I gather, right? Right. It it
0: seemed like the biggest thing with him was he just didn't finish the games. Uh, he he would he would play like sixty minutes, seventy minutes, and then he would always be the first person that you needed to leave. Colin Martin, his option was also declined. I don't remember the last time I saw him earn any minutes besides in a friendly. Right. Uh,
1: Great story. Like, I oh, love yeah.
0: that we had him on our team, but yeah, I, didn't really did much. No, I, I, I was at the friendly against Madison in Madison last year, and it was fun watching him play, but... Uh, Last year, he was loaned out to Hartford Athletic in the USL, and now he signed with another USL team, the San Diego Loyal. Interesting team name, but it is, uh, it is Landon Donovan's team. So, you know, that, that might earn him a significant amount of attention. So, yeah. good for him. Uh, Carter Manley, option also declined. Uh, younger player spent most of last year with Forward Madison, where he started almost every
1: game. He was, a, was he a first round pick? Yeah. Yeah. Later, which, f- later in the first round, which, but yeah. I mean, I don't know how much that matters in MLS, but still, I mean, you know, it just, yeah. he just never really did anything for us. Right. right? Uh, looked great for Madison.
0: Um, I, I, I did hear that Madison would sign him again in a heartbeat if he chose to go there, but he probably has, uh, he probably has uh, bigger dreams than just playing in the USL one. Um, Lawrence Olam, uh, MLS veteran, uh, Probably most notable appearance for Minnesota United was in that LAFC game yep. uh, where where we took out LAFC on the road. So much fun. Another kind of uh, fan favorite, Bobby Shuttleworth, goalkeeper. His option was declined. Of course, he spent most of last year on loan with Sacramento Republic in the USL he actually was picked up by the Chicago fire so he can join his good old buddy, Francisco Calvo down there.
1: I'm wearing his Jersey, by the way,
0: uh, I, <laughs> Calvos. I think we just lost some listeners. <laughs> uh, Ab- Abu Dinladi. Oh,
1: sweet, pro- sweet, Abu. Probably
0: the most, uh, significant player that we we've lost. Uh, that's in this category. I labeled depth players, uh, former, number two overall pick, our first draft pick ever, uh, joining the MLS. Uh, we did not protect him going into the expansion draft and,
1: uh, Nashville SC took him number two overall. And he was just, he, again, kind of just a, a disappointment, you know, he'd never really became the player he wanted ton of speed, a lot of health issues though, right? Like never yeah. could stay healthy. Um, and just never could finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking at his I'm looking at his numbers. So, you know, in his first year, his first year with the loons in 2017, he had eight goals, but then in 18 he only had one, 19, he had two. Right. So, you know, if he's supposed to be a big member of this team, supposed to be some guy that we can count on, um, he needs to do better than that. I think one of the things I was looking at too is we really, we really struck out on that draft because, like, if you look at the draft that he was in, there were some really good players that we did not select because we picked him. Like, there's a local kid, um, what's his name? Jackson Ewell. So, Jackson Ewell's from Minnesota. He's on Team USA at this point, like, men's national team. So, he went six. Some other guys, like uh, Miles Robinson, is a really good defender for, you know, like Atlanta United FC. Um, just you know like there's to have the first pick in the draft and not get the best player in the draft is kind of disappointing or not even to get a guy that's still with us right only what three years removed that's disappointing
0: yeah and I I think too when you put it in uh, when you compare that 2017 draft to the 2019 draft and we'll get we'll get to the 2019 draft more later but to have we came out of the 2019 draft with three players that we feel right. like will be have a big future at Minnesota United, and I'm I'm not you know I'm I've barely been a fan of the MLS for for uh, you know it's just been a little over three years, but I'm already kind of learning that the in the
1: MLS you do not build your team through the draft. Right, that's more like depth. I mean, you can occasionally get a you know a top player out of there, but. Yeah, it's mostly, you know, your purchases and stuff.
0: Yeah, and then uh, speaking of the draft, another former draft pick, Wyatt Amsburg, uh, center back, spent last year in Madison. He was traded to Chicago Fire for Raheem Edwards, uh, who will be a backup left back for us. Yeah. Uh, so enough about uh, everyone that's leaving us. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the people that are coming to party. Um <laughs> You you want to give it a go?
1: Yeah, I mean, so so kick it off with Tyler Miller. I mean that that was huge when I heard that. Um, I don't know a ton about uh, like other teams other than ours, and I knew his name, uh, and and it sounds like we got him for a, like a fraction of the price uh, that we were gonna pay Vito. So I mean, I, I I'm assur- I'm sure that we can assume that there's gonna be kind of a, a drop in in production. But, I mean, your defense probably matters more than your goalkeeper, though, right? Right. And
0: to keep Vito Minone, as much as most of us wanted uh, to keep Vito Minone, we would have had to uh, basically make him a designated player. Right. And does any MLS team want one of their three designated players to be a goalkeeper? Uh, You you know, they've talked about what has happened in uh, Colorado with Tim Howard as one of their as one of their top-paid players for the past several years, they they've been struggling with it because that talent is just not out in the field uh, as it as that money is locked up in Tim Howard in the goal. Right. Uh, Luis Amaria, uh, our new number nine, our new forward on loan uh, for us, but with an option to buy. Uh, his previous season was in Ecuador with Universidad. He he banged in 19 goals last year. He
1: had a good season. He did have a good season. Uh, Definitely a breakout year for him.
0: Now I'm, I'm, I'm I don't watch a lot of Ecuadorian soccer. Uh, I'm, I'm neither do I. I'm told you you know it's funny people make fun of the ML like globally people make fun of the MLS for not being a very defensive league. Well, I think in Ecuador there's even less defense being played. So. <laughs> I, I don't know. He says he's going to shoot he's he's going to bang in 25, 25 goals. 5 <laughs> goals on mls.com big big headline. Um, you know, I, I hope it happens. You, you know, I'll I'll be happy with double digits. Right. Uh, though he, he has already looked good in uh, preseason playing against some USL teams
1: and some college teams. Uh, he scored with his head. I know that was I th- that was like the first <laughs> thing I said to Sam. You know, because, I mean, that's got to be something that everyone noticed about this team, right? We, like, I don't feel comfortable when we're taking corners. I just don't think, you know, the past year, I just never anticipated a goal. And to see that his first goal was with a header makes me very happy.
0: Uh, So our final note for key players in, and I'm going to check Twitter really quick to (laughs) to see if
1: there's been any update on this. Are you, you, uh, what is it, the... Buenos Aires Twitter accounts. Have you been following them? Uh, I mean, I mean a little <laughs> bit, like. <laughs> so it's starting to become like a big thing down there.
0: So we we keep hearing that a new number ten <laughs> is coming, and we keep hearing that it's probably going to be emmanuel Reynoso, uh from Boca Juniors in Buenos Aires. Um, it seems
1: like negotiations have been taking place for a long time now. Oh, we've got a guy that's been down there. Like, do you think he's he's got an apartment yet? He's definitely been in the Airbnb for a couple months now, right? Trying to get this guy. And nothing's really happening.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what to say. They, they have come out and said, if plan A doesn't work, they have plan B. So... I, <laughs> Whatever that means. I really believe we need a number a number 10 to replace Darwin mm-hmm. Uh Nothing against Kevin Molino. I, I think he's a great... Uh, boy. He's a great MLS player, a great guy to have on the team. Um, just I'm not sure if I feel positive about the team progressing from last year uh, if we don't actually get this number 10 in, whether it's Reynoso or someone else. Now, I, I'm just seeing on Twitter, you know, and this is 7.33 p.m. on February 13th, I'm seeing on Twitter right now that Boca Juniors are looking for about seven to eight million, plus they want to retain they, they want to retain a portion of Reynoso's rights should, uh, should he explode in Minnesota and Minnesota sells him off over to Europe. I, I'm not sure if that is possible. Uh, hopefully that hopefully these are just uh, contract uh, strategy, right you, you know, negotiation strategies. We will see. Um, we do have some death players
1: in. First homegrown player. First homegrown player. He's uh, a he's a six foot five. He's sixteen years old. Yeah. Goes to Saint Paul Central. Yeah. And he's a new goalkeeper for us. New new goalkeeper. Fred Emmings.
0: Just down the road from just down the road from Allianz Field. Uh, I. Who knows if this guy. Who knows if this guy will ever make an appearance right. for Minnesota. I, I can't imagine loaning a 16-year-old to Madison.
1: But, but um, so
0: like, does he, yeah, what does he do? Does he just I, practice? Well, yeah, because he's, he's obviously been playing with the Academy, but I'm not sure if you're allowed to still play with the Academy once you've been, once you've been given a senior contract. Right. So I, we'll have to add more on that later. I, I could see them bussing him down to Madison for a day at a time.
1: I don't mm. think you just want to leave a sixteen-year-old man child <laughs> in Madison. I, I um. did I did see some some video from training, and he is like he is training yeah. like this isn't some yeah. symbolic thing like he's getting like Amaria is shooting shots at this guy right now. Oh yeah, now. well, so. and, and
0: he's already he's already set some Minnesota United fitness records I've seen. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have those numbers on, on, uh, on me right now, but yeah, he's, uh, he's impressing, um, at least with his physicality, uh, Jacory Hayes, um, midfielder, uh, we traded a third rounder to Dallas for him, um, you, you know, basically a, a young prospect to Dallas, Dallas has, uh, we're just talking about homegrown players, Dallas is known for their homegrown players, so. We'll we'll see. Uh, likely to get some uh, get some time backing up in the midfield. Uh, James Musa, uh,
1: we acquired on a free transfer from Phoenix in the USL. He's got some. He's played some MLS though, right? I think I saw. Like he, he played in the USL last year, but he's he's been in an MLS before, so he's been around the block. But he's again just the depth yeah. piece, right? Like yeah. another another Kiwi, right? He's uh, Musa. Musa is
0: Musa. Yeah, so he's joining uh, Michael Boxall in our next acquisition, uh, Noah Billingsley, uh, who we drafted in the first round, number eighteen
1: from UC Santa Barbara. And I've heard, I've heard they're like they're a big fan of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I maybe maybe not. I think there was rumblings that like Gasper, and we'll get to Gasper and and Dotson. Yeah, so Sonny Dodson, uh, those two guys kind of shocked the world a little bit but like there was murmurings in camp and stuff that they were good right and i'm kind of hearing similar stuff with this billingsley guy because they talked about how he might command he might command an international spot unless he gets his green card and whether or not he's worth it right so like do you do you loan him out so you don't use up that international spot but i've heard murmurings that he might be good enough to just still be an international player for this team which would be nuts
0: yeah well and we'll we'll get to later um they they're, they're going to have to loan some people out to Madison because i the players that they loaned to Madison last year are all gone. Right. Um you you know we we didn't have any other dra- we didn't have any second or third round draft picks. We had two in the fourth round. Uh Matthew Bentley forward, Andrew Booth midfielder uh that we took in the fourth round. Right. Um and who knows if they even get rostered, right? Like yeah. that's yeah, who who knows if we even retain them. Uh I've I've heard Booth has been impressing, but you know we've we've heard a lot of people have been impressing. Uh, Marlon Harrison, midfielder, uh, we got from Houston for the for Darwin Quintero along with the six hundred thousand dollars. Good luck, Can you say? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, Greg. Greg, our new goalkeeper, yeah, Greg. Yeah, he's going to be like one of those, uh, you, you know, one of those uh, really flashy players
1: oh. that just goes by his first Canadian, name. Canadian Greg. Canadian Greg, great But he's, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's a good backup though, right? Like, that's what I've oh, heard. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and we needed someone.
1: Right. Um, not, you don't want to put Fred Evans, the 16-year-old kid back there?
0: <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> may, maybe if we're down, just to kind of see how he plays. Because
1: uh, we, uh, I oh, we didn't have it on here, but we have officially loaned out Dane St. Clair for the whole season. Yeah, to San Antonio. So he's, he's out of the picture. So we need depth. I don't think Fred's ready, so Greg, Canadian Greg's gonna be the guy. Rat, Rangasing. We'll we'll know it. At yeah, some point.
0: we. I, I mean, you can tell we're not professionals, but uh, may, maybe in a few weeks we'll we'll be of a
1: higher quality where we'll YouTube the guy first. <laughs> 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 Hear all his name. This this next one is probably one of my favorite pickups. Uh, Aaron Schoenfeld. He is known as the I think that's Shanefield. Shanefield, but I, sorry. Uh, again, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I know but. reading it on Twitter. Um so first of all, great nickname. Big Celery. Big celery. But they use a big a broccoli as the symbol. Well, there, there's not an emoji for a celery. Um so he's gonna be great. He's he's gonna be a great addition. He's he's super tall, right? So that's another like they talked about for him. Like having a guy that can, you know, again, we need people that can use their head to get the ball in. Uh, but I think I'm even more happy for his girlfriend. Yeah. Do you know who his girlfriend is? I, I know it's one I'm of the, on the spot. U- U.S. women. She's National real team good. Members, yeah. She is the better one in the relationship. Abby Dahlkemper yep. is his girlfriend. So maybe, maybe she hangs out. Maybe. Maybe the next step is that we have a women's team in Minnesota. Maybe. In, like in, in St. Paul. I think we have a women's team in Minnesota, but just not in St. Paul yet. Well, and
0: yeah, it wouldn't be in the NWSL. Right. I think maybe in the WPSL we have a team. Uh, Raheem Edwards, we traded from Chicago Fire. Uh, or Sorry, we acquired him from Chicago Fire for Wyatt Amsburg. Uh Basically, he just said we needed more depth on the left. He was more comfortable. Wyatt Omsberg being a center back, Heath was more comfortable in the center, uh, but needed someone to back up, uh, need, needed someone to, to back us up on the left. And I think right. he, can, he can play in the midfield or, on, or as a left back. So nice, versatile backup. Versatility is always, is always a positive when we're talking about the depth players. For sure. And then and, Jose Oja? Oh my gosh. So we we did all these notes, right? We did, we, we made all these notes and we, uh, we've, we've been studying like positions and preseason and gam and tam. Not that we did a great job studying gam and tam, but we did not study our pronunciation. So I hope you're not listening. Yeah. and I'm embarrassed. Or if, if you are just help us out. You know, we, (laughs) we mean well, uh, we mean well, but yeah, you know, just an experienced MLS player. Uh, we uh, he was last with Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver wasn't great on defense, but we're not looking for him to start. We're looking for an experienced right. MLS center back. All right, so let's, Justin, let's take a little break. Uh, this will be our first break of the podcast, and then let's get um, let's get on with comparing our 2020 outlook with 2019.